Cam. Yes, Alex. All right, so there's this guy driving in the desert, right? His car breaks down. He gets out of his car and begins looking for help. He can't find anything anywhere. And the heat eventually gets to him and he passes out and just lays there in the desert. He did survive, though, and he woke up. And a snake was staring him right in the eyes. He screamed, but the snake said, Hello, my name's Nate, and I'm a magical snake. Nate bites the guy, and all of a sudden he feels better. Guy says, I'm Jack, by the way. Uh, They talk for a while until Jack says, That pole you're coiled around looks a lot like a lever. Nate says, It is. What does it do? Jack asks. Nate says, This lever destroys humanity. Oh, come on, says Jack. What does it actually do? He says, I'm, I'm not lying. It destroys all of humanity. This place used to be the Garden of Eden, and God placed it here in case the human race fell out of whack. So Jack stayed for a while longer, but eventually he asks Nate where the nearest town is. Uh, Nate directs Jack to the town, and he found a tow truck to, to tow back his broken car. Now, a few weeks later, Jack goes and visits Nate, As he drove over the final sand dune, he realized he was heading directly towards the lever that destroys humanity. He he tries to turn, but there isn't enough traction. He guesses that if he veers enough, he might just be able to avoid hitting the lever. Uh, He veers left as hard as he can, but he soon realizes that Nate, the snake, is lying right there. There isn't enough time to turn the other way, so he runs over Nate. But as he does, he exclaims, Better Nate than Lever. You waited till our very first live show to tell the absolute worst joke, worst story you have ever told on this show. But hey, it's all right, because we are live at ASW Distillery with a live studio audience. Let me hear you. Fantastic. Chopper out to Dansby. Dansby throws to first base. Is this happening? It is! The Atlanta Braves are world champions! Welcome to the Chatting Average Podcast. Now you're all in big, big trouble. Let me talk to you. All right. Welcome to your friendly... There it is. That is... (laughs) You are getting the real experience here today, guys. Welcome to your friendly neighborhood Atlanta Braves podcast. Welcome to Chatting Average. I am your host, Alex, joined, as always, by Mr. Cam Matthews. Cam, and our live studio audience, how are y'all doing today? One, two, three. What? Shaking bacon. Fantastic. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you that guys, was, you guys that, just absolutely made my day. That was incredible. Um, I, I think we're gonna get kicked out of this place, uh, but it'll be worth it. Uh, thank, thank you guys for coming out. This is really cool. We've been wanting to do this for for a long time. Um, 
So uh, Cam just got into Atlanta. We're out here at the Battery. Uh, thank you for sticking around for the extra hour that we were setting up this whole mess. <laughs> to no, 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 to totally intentional because that was just our happy hour. That was our cocktail exactly. hour. We let exactly. everybody stew, marinate, get to know, you know, really every, feel the room out. Every good party, you know, you, you're mingling for a little while before it really gets going. So that was, that, we'll go with that was the plan. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. But... We're here today because we wanted to have a big party with all of you guys before we announced that we are going to be done with the show after this year. Um, we had a, we've been having a great run. This is our fourth season. We got to see the World Series. We, we made it through COVID. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's coming to the end of the road, but, uh, but we've had a lot of fun with you guys. So, so thank you for tuning in. Um, it's a, and it's, it's probably not a full surprise. Our posts have been a little more infrequent this season as I am now with second child and a little bit busier and our schedules are a little more hectic but you know it's it's been a really good run and you know being able to kind of experience the World Series and season two of the show or you think back to season one of having to get through the COVID year of like hey let's start a baseball podcast when there's no baseball to actually talk about <laughs> that was a grand idea Luckily for us, we had a friend named Jeff Donahue who has uh, an incredible ability to fill content time. Uh, and he, he sat with us through, I think, at least four or five shows during that COVID yeah, time. Something like that. And all of those shows ended up being like three and a half hours edited. We would, well, we would have epic like seven to eight hour I was gonna say, sessions. It was amazing. The first time I ever hyped on a Skype call with Donahue. We record the episode. We finally finish up about midnight, but then we stayed on until like two or three in the morning, just shooting the breeze like, you know, we had known each other forever. So that was really cool. I've been known to talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff's been known to talk just a little. I, w I will also say, as we were making our announcement of the show ending, I did have Jeff behind me singing It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday by Boys to Men. Uh, and it's, it's very hard <laughs> To concentrate with that going on. This is a live shows are a, a new monster I haven't experienced before. I was going to start singing Leave the Memories Alone, but I'm sure ASW doesn't want me to drive everybody out of this place. What's the song they play at the end of the NCAA tournament? One Shining Moment? Can we, yeah, can, can we go out on One Shining Moment? I think I'm going to have to find that video. <laughs> but yeah, um, after, after the season ends and the postseason's over and all that good stuff, uh, th this will be it for the, for the Chatting Average podcast. But hopefully we'll get some excitement to talk about this year, have a good little run. Yeah, this, I mean, our final year is as good of a Braves team as I've ever seen, so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And before we get into it, I want to do a quick roll call of everybody that's here. We got, we got Jeff Donahue and Jay Donna here with us. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. They've. Uh, uh, He's in a shirt that fits. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Arms up. So arms up. Arms up. Arms uh, up. Oh. oh. We're teetering. We're teetering. <laughs> I think that's, he's wearing his shorts a little high today. <laughs> how about how about this? So, last night or oh, yes, yes, this is where we spend an hour talking about uh, like analyzing Shohei's cramps, right? Oh yeah, totally. totally. Okay. So, 
So yesterday I made the great drive into, uh, into Atlanta. It's about six and a half hours from my house to here and I uh, spent the night at the Rakes residence, which was nice. He treated us to a wonderful steak dinner. You missed out, Jeff. Sorry. I know, I know. Well, we were given all the steak if I can. It, it, was okay. gonna be, it was going to be chicken, and then Jeff said he couldn't come, and then we were like, well, okay. <laughs> Going to the butcher shop now. Jeff, Jeff is above chicken at this point in, in his life. Jeff, Jeff doesn't show up for anything less than Wagyu. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm looking forward. So the game tonight is uh, Julio Tehran taking on Bryce Elder. So, uh, uh, a rematch of last week. Yeah, a rematch of last Sunday. So I fully expect Tehran to just absolutely uh, oh, we're talking, we're hurt talking us. 15K, one-hit shut pace. It's going to be... <laughs> oh, and also... Oh, and- yeah, you got the, it. The, the Brewers have Carlos Santana now, so I expect him to put one over the chop house this evening. It's it's inevitable. It's going to happen. So, you know, we can fully expect that to go it's, on. It's just one of those things that seems to be set in stone. Just when any time a Brave faces, the Braves face a former Brave, uh, they play like they're still playing for us, and it, it hurts. Well, not to mention, like, we still have to face off against Kyle Freelich tonight, which... I'm already tired of this guy. I'm so done with Kyle Freelich. Done. Get, Toast. Get that squirrely little mouse out of out of my baseball stadium. He's just, I don't know, and I should have nothing against the guy, but he's such a tryhard. He really like, is. Like, guy, it's not that serious. You don't have to play that way. So, Cam, did you notice that the Mets are so down bad that they're trading relievers within division now? I did notice that, and that is, uh, that is quite the decision. That's fun. Like... Can we like? Can we just trade for Edwin Diaz, even though he's not gonna not gonna play this season? I mean, get get tra- the- trading for Diaz just for the laugh factor of it. Could oh be yeah, fun. just because, just just because, or cause. you know, maybe maybe we trade for Justin Verlander as like some middle relief for the postseason. Right, right. It could work. It could work. You know, and and we were talking about it last night because although Donahue did not join us for dinner, Jay Dunna did. He did. And he did. last night we were talking about how silly it was of us to have been, you know, so afraid of the Mets, so to speak, all offseason long. Yeah. This, but this was the first year. Like, I actually had some concern with the Mets' level of talent going into the season. And then just like every year, I, I have learned my lesson. Um, <laughs> I, I feel really stupid for thinking that way. Um, and, yeah, here come the Marlins. Well, you know, and I saw a report yesterday where it said that supposedly the morale in the clubhouse is low uh, since Steve Cohen's imagine that Steve Cohen's uh, press conference a few weeks ago, and I, for one, am absolutely shocked but, that your boss throwing you under the table or under the bus didn't go very well. But but Buck Showalter runs such a tight ship. Oh, he runs such a tight ship. I I think everyone thought he was a better manager than he actually is, just because he did some analysis on ESPN. So I think they gave him credit for that because they knew his face going into it. So Stephen Cohen feels like a guy that maybe stopped watching baseball around like 2006, 2007, but was like, <laughs> hey, you know who I remember being really good? That guy. Let's hire him. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great baseball name. I'll say that. So if you don't know baseball very well and you hear Buck Showalter, that's a guy that can really get it done. Well, to be fair, to be fair, I understand that he wasn't able to keep up with baseball during that time span because when you're ripping people off out of their retirement savings and setting up hedge funds, you stay awful busy, right? 
<laughs> anyway. Am I wrong? <laughs> um, call the Chatting Average Hotline to give us your thoughts, Doc, <laughs> Mr. Steve Cohen. I almost called him Doctor. What the hell was that? Doctor Coat. I got man. Doc in my peripheral right here. I blame. Yeah, you. Doc Herbert is here. <laughs> Doc Herbert is here, uh, which is awesome because uh, the the Platinum Sombrero podcast was one of the ones that helped pick us up and kind of move us towards greatness. <laughs> uh, we love you too, Doc. Dylan was here helping us through our. Uh, <laughs> Technical difficulties. We'll call them technical difficulties rather than just Alex is a moron. <laughs> it, it happens to the best of us. Um, Will is here wearing his uh, his Matty Daddy shirt, so yes. I, owe, I owe him a drink that he'll be we getting owe here him shortly. a drink. Yes. And Alex, where can the fine folks of the uh, Chatting Average listeners find that T-shirt? The Chatting Average podcast may be ending, but the merch store will last forever. Or at least until we get a cease and desist, which I'm still surprised has not happened yet. Go to teespring.com slash store slash chatting average podcast and buy us a shirt. You know, next time if we do a live event, it might get you a free drink. We do have someone who travel from the Midwest to come here. To we do. That's Papa Joel in Papa the house. Papa Joel. Flew in from Kansas specifically for this event. Not yes. Just this. No, yeah. he's, he's, he's got a... He, he's, he's hopping on a plane as soon as this show it, is over. It's 120... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's hopping on he's Donahue done. Air at 2.30. Tremendous, tremendous. <laughs> All right. All right, Cam. Well, that's, that's enough blustering about ourselves. What do you say we get into some cool moments from this week in baseball history? Let's do it. I love you guys. <laughs> this just little bit of crowd participation is all I ever want. <laughs> I do it in the car whenever I'm listening to it anyway. That's awesome. All right. We are going to jump into this week in baseball history. As always, you can find these useless facts at nationalpastime.com. And the week we're going to be looking at is July 31st through August 6th. Our first fact comes to us from July 31st, 1963. At Cleveland Stadium, the Indians hit four consecutive homers in an inning when Woodle held, Pedro Ramos, Tito Francona, and Larry Brown go deep in the sixth with two outs off of Paul Fociak, recently acquired by, from the Angels. In Cleveland's 9-5 victory over the Halos, the former Tigers right-hander becomes the first major league pitcher to allow a team to go deep in four straight at-bats in a single frame. The way my head snapped when you said Tito Francona. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Tito. That, oh, that, that's, oh. Papa, that's Papa Tito. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you give up four straight homers, right? After the second one, you got to be sitting there thinking like, nah, that's not going to happen again. There's and, no way. And after the third one, you're thinking, why isn't my manager coming and getting me? And then after the fourth one, you are ready for a cold shower and a beer because that is the end of your day. That might be the end of your major league career. Done. Done, son. All right. Our next fact comes to us from August 2nd, 1987. On, the, on a day where the temperature exceeds 102 degrees, Kevin Seitzer has a sizzling day at the plate, going six for six and driving in seven runs. The Kansas City rookie third baseman's offensive output, which includes a pair of homers, paces the team to a 13-5 victory over the Red Sox at Royal Stadium. Kevin Seitzer, six for six, how about it? <laughs> yeah, whatever became of that guy? Yeah, what, 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 is, what, is that, what is that bum up to? Oh, just... just 
turning $100,000 prospects into guys who can actually hit in the major leagues. You know, it's so funny how a few years ago it was felt like the Braves are maybe a little bit behind on the whole analytics thing, you know, and then Anthopolis comes in and we have Snitker and it's like, ah, we're still not going to get ahead of the curve on analytics. And then somehow Kevin Seitzer just like has advanced as much as we give Snitker credit for really embracing analytics and looking at the game in a more modern way, at least attempting to. It's the people he surrounded himself with. Oh yeah. Kevin Seitzer is one of the largest unsung heroes. Like as much as we talk about Kranitz fixing guys and we talk about Wash, you know, fixing guys defense and making, you know, the Braves infield as great as it is. Kevin Seitzer, you know, the amount of work that he puts in with this lineup is just unreal. He got us uh, a month of decent Pablo Sandoval. And I don't think we can we can forget about that. A, a month and a half, okay, mind you. Six weeks. And that's fair. That's right. So and, and that turned into Eddie Rosario. We we uh, in, in turned, the who turned into Mickey Mantle in, in October. Well, in the words of Jared Carabas, we traded a mascot for Eddie Rosario. Exactly. Okay? exactly. I, I say it worked out. All right, our next fact comes to us from August 4th, 1993. After getting hit by a Ryan Express fastball, Robin Ventura charges the mound to get the 46-year-old pitcher. Nolan Ryan responds by putting the White Sox third baseman in a headlock and punching him six times, much to the pleasure of Rangers fans at Arlington Stadium. As someone who's a fan of both baseball and professional wrestling, that was probably the the greatest moment that's ever occurred in Major League Baseball on a field. Um, Robin Ventura thought that, that he could stand up to Nolan Ryan. It didn't work out that well for him. He wound up in a headlock, eating fists well, very quickly. Well, and too, there's an interview out there you can find of Robin Ventura talking about this moment. He says that as he's about halfway to the mound, he looks up and realizes, crap, that's Nolan Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm already halfway yeah. there. We're in too deep at this point. Might, might as well follow through with it. Might as well take a big old bite out of this sandwich. <laughs> 46 years old, Nolan Ryan, when he did this. That's, that's Jeff, as he just said. Jeff, uh, how do you feel hearing this fact and knowing that, like, old guys still doing stuff, right? I can put any, any one of you guys in a headlock do, do, right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jeff has threatened to put us in a headlock. We'll see. Now, now, do you think you could take out a Robin Ventura charging your mound? A few more of these, I may. A couple of drinks. We are a few <laughs> drinks <laughs> away. <laughs> we need some more bourbon for Jeff, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and... Our final fact comes to us from August 6th, 1908. Detroit outfielder Ty Cobb gets married, having departed the Tigers three days ago to attend the ceremony without the team's permission. Club co-owner Frank Navin considers the 21-year-old Georgia Peaches six-day defection during a pennant race the most arrogant act he had ever heard of (laughs) in baseball. Fellas, is it wrong to take time off from your job to get married? Uh, That's tough. Well, it, I mean, it's it's like when people schedule their weddings on Saturdays during football season. It's it's just inconsiderate. <laughs> Call me inconsiderate because I did do that. Did you really do yes, that? Yes, yes. Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, October seventh. You should know better. 
See, hey, there it is. We got, yes. we got, we got a, a we got, smart got, couple got at got the a bar. Cu- got a couple at the bar. Got married on a Sunday. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that's only a consideration made below the Mason-Dixon line. Only we care that much about Saturday football. It's like, hey, what do you think about this date for a wedding? Well... They're on the road to Alabama that week. Ooh, yeah. Can't do it. George is playing Tennessee Martin that day. I don't think I can. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. It was a four o'clock game. We got married at 12. Okay, so was it, was it, was it the first South Carolina or was it the other South Carolina? No, no, it was after that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this, this may have been must champ South Carolina. Oh, no, Will Muschamp. Oh, <laughs> but, Jeff, he's a, he's a defensive genius. At least between the hedges. Yeah. Is he going through the Kirby Smart School of Wayward Pitches? You're a tech guy. I can't say anything positive about that. Let it be known that we have a Georgia fan on one side and a Tech fan on the other side. So <laughs> that's it. That's it. I will say I did get to see both both a Georgia and a Georgia Tech player play in the Atlanta Open tennis tournament this past week. That was pretty cool. The Tech guy was the Tech guy did go to Wimbledon, uh, but the Georgia guy had just won the uh, the 2023 national championship. So well, that was pretty cool. I want to remind all of you, this is a baseball podcast. <laughs> we're, we're not going to talk about tennis. We can talk about pickleball, though, Alex, if you want you to. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that has been this week in baseball history. Do with that useless knowledge what you will. I thought, all right. I thought you guys were going to get all facts of when I was actually alive and not saying that I was alive. <laughs> I did. I did. All right, guys, we'll be right back to recap the last week for the Braves and see what lies ahead. My friends are super responsible, Dad. I feel like most, a lot of people in this room have children. That's my favorite inside joke from the show, by the way, that Jeff is old enough to be my dad. Literally. Wait a second. How much, how much older than you is Jeff? 17 years. Remember? I could have been a high school whoopsie. Oh, high school oopsie was one of that, the that first was one of our titles episode titles. Because I was like, wait, Jeff totally could have been my dad. <laughs> and this is why I never stopped recording. <laughs> All right, ready to dive back into this? Uh, yes. Uh, before, we'll, we'll recap the Braves week real quick. But uh, after that, we were going to do a little Q&A session if y'all had anything you wanted to hear us pontificate about. Anything and everything. Bring it on. <laughs> Right. Doc, we know you like your interesting questions, so you're okay. good. You're good <laughs> with that. All right, those. here we go. Does the age drop as you go left to right? <laughs> yeah. Twenty-five. Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna get me. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It goes down this way. It does. It does indeed. All right. Um, let's see where we were. Uh, we were we were up one to nothing going into the bottom of the first, and by the end of the bottom of the first, we were down two to one. So by the end of the game, we were down seven to one, and it was just hell, hell from beginning to end. Um, 
Charlie Morton only gets through three and two-thirds. Uh, Jeff brings up an excellent point. At least Acuna didn't get hurt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Since we've announced that the show's ending, I, I think it's fair to approach this subject now. Um, I can no longer take it seriously when Ronald Acuna reacts to a hit-by-pitch or <laughs> or something along those lines. It's a lot of flair. There's, yes. Yes. He does embellish his injuries uh, a bit. I'll, I'll say this, as, as much as he likes to embellish everything he does, I'd love to see the guy, like, brush his teeth. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, how, how flamboyant would that be? There have It'd be been, awesome to watch. There have been five or six times this year where I'm convinced his career's over and he gets back up and he's running the bases. And he steals second and third. <laughs> I'm just... It's totally to throw off the it's, okay, uh, yeah. If it's the, the old rope a dope, it's by design. If, yeah, it, yeah. If it, it's head games. I respect the hustle and I appreciate it. <laughs> I am kind of waiting for him to like fall flat on his back at some point and then just like do the Shawn Michaels kip up yep. in the middle oh, of the yeah. outfield, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> it would be the great. He would go in the Hall of Fame just for that. Absolutely. Alone. Tremendous. Uh, I, I yeah. actually didn't know the story behind the jersey, and I was I was th- talking a lot about how ugly it is online, and then I figured it out. I'm like, oh, I'm a bad person. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> they expect us to actually care about the city of Boston. I don't. Know. <laughs> anyway, we throw their tea in the harbor. We don't care. Exactly. <laughs> Christine, what did I do when we went to Boston? I grabbed a bag of tea and I threw it in the harbor. Did not. Dang right. Was <laughs> Probably. I think so. Whatever was in the hotel room at the time. Um, unfortunately, this was also the game that uh, Daisbell Hernandez kind of came back to earth. Uh, went an inning allowing two hits, two earned runs, only struck out one. So kind of have to temper our expectations from his, his first appearance where he looked like he was going to strike everybody out for the rest of the year. I still have full faith in him, the, the large lad. <laughs> I, I just like big dudes who come out of the bullpen and throw gas. Mass equals gas, baby. Like, just just give me the largest, most intimidating bullpen. I want the last thing on another team's mind to be, let's empty these dugouts. Every bullpen arm comes out of the gate, and they're like, oh, Lord, he coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to get back to – you remember when we had uh, – we. Eric Hinsky was on the team, and we just had the uh, – I think we still had Ugla. And if you ever got into a, uh, a benches-clearing brawl with us, like, I didn't want to face any dude on the on the Braves bench. Eric Hinsky just, like, like even though that power team slamming wasn't that somebody. Good, I appreciate that aspect of it. Right. Really, your only hope is, like, get your shots in before the bullpen makes it to the – makes it to the field, you know, right. yeah. like the right. farthest way to run. Yeah. So you can get yeah, your shots in until the bullpen gets there yeah, and then you like, toast. Once those guys get up to speed, you ain't slow. Uh, right, right, right. right. Can't stop a train, Daddy. Like, you, you don't you don't put yourself in front of a full-speed running Bruce Star Gratterall or anyone like that. I got a question. Sir. The Braves get into a scuffle at home. Is Blooper coming in? Yes. He's coming in like after the dust has already settled to just claim victory. I think that's. I don't know. I think I think Stone Cold's music hits and Ben Ben Ingram's like, "By God, that's that's Blooper's music." 
Ben Ingram is another man who I'm not standing in front of if he's running full speed. That is it's uh, not it's not fair. Also, Ben Ingram will just talk, no, talk it down. No one That's should, right. No one should be that good at radio and look like that. Look the it's, way he does. It's, it's uh, banned by the Geneva Conventions. I, I don't think it's, you can do it. It's ridiculous. Right, right, right. Why is the radio guy objectively better looking than the TV guy? And full disclosure, as I'm, I'm sorry, Brandon Gotten. <laughs> Right, right. Frenchie and Ben is scary. <laughs> Sir, that's, every... That's why they got Brandon for TV, because they were going to put him on radio and put Ben on TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good call. Hey, uh, what was that chip headline that came out earlier today? I Oh, I need to find that. Uh-oh. Are, are we still going to talk about Chip Carey? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, because uh, Chip Carey, when someone was intentionally hit as a retaliation the other night... Uh, wholeheartedly and deep-throated, he supported it. Congratulations to Chip Carey for having a workplace team now. Right. <laughs> well, you know, partner, sometimes when guys get a little too fresh out on the field, you got to hit them. <laughs> oh, where's it at? This is a Brandon Gowden appreciation podcast. This That's is. Right. We do appreciate Brandon Gowden. I love you, Brandon, Gowden. but, I mean, Ben's better looking. Friend of the show, Ben Ingram, by the way. Friend of the show, Ben Ingram. Was on episode was on episode three with us. Four. 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 Episode four. We didn't know who we were, let alone he knew who we were. We went we went Jeff Donahue into in <laughs> We love one, you, Jeff. One person got that. <laughs> that was a joke for exclusively Doc. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Jeff is here today. Who else is here today? Well, Donna. I mean, I mean, Donna. I'm here. Yeah. Donna. Um, I guess Will Smathers is here today. Will so. Smathers is here today. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah. We interviewed him one time. Unfortunately. Right. <laughs> that little bitch. <laughs> All right. Game two against Boston. Let's get this over with. Game game two against Boston. We got off to a much hotter start. Ozzy Albies crossed home plate after a three-run home run. Braves are up three to nothing in the sixth inning, and from there it looks pretty similar to the game before. Unfortunately, uh, the the Red Sox uh, score five unanswered following the Albies home run. Uh, Spencer Strider does go six and a third, allowing only two earned runs and struck out ten. Um, unfortunately, uh, the bullpen was not able to get it done. Uh, Kirby Yates came in late in the game, and uh, that's about all I need to say about that, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll say this, too, though. This game I, I, I felt like I couldn't be too upset with because when you look back on it, if you look at the very first out of the game, Ronald hits just an absolute piss missile out to left field, and it gets caught somehow, some way. I looked at that out, and I said, you know what? That's how tonight's going to go. Yep. <laughs> Nothing is going to fall tonight. We, hey, we did turn a triple play. We did turn a triple play. We did turn uh, a triple uh, play. Uh, what, an 8-3-5 an triple play? 8-3-5 triple play. And thanks to a friend of the show, That's Kevin McAlpin, we know that that is only the second 8-5-3 triple play in baseball history. The really? other 
was achieved by the Boston Bean Eaters in 1887. Okay, so Boston. Yeah, that was definitely a toot-bland situation because Boston gifted us that triple Due to Doc's presence, we have to make as many toot-bland... No, are you the toot-bland hater? It was Stephen Woods, damn it. (laughs) You now play the character of guy who hates the word toot blam. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to say toot. Toot. <laughs> All right. By the look on my father's face, I feel like he doesn't know what toot blam means. So it, toot blam? <laughs> toot blam. <laughs> <laughs> toot blam, of course, stands for thrown out on the base paths like a nincompoop. Tremendous. <laughs> so yeah, Kirby Yates comes in, allows a uh, allows a late run. Uh, Adam Duvall gets his home run against the Braves because, of course, he does. I implored this team to put Adam Duvall on the plane as they flew back to Atlanta. Um, uh, from all the information I have to this point, that's n- that didn't happen. But knowing how this always happens, the moment we pack this stuff up and get it to your car. Oh, the, the trade will be announced. Oh, that's well, usually how it goes. Whatever, whatever the trade, we're gonna pack up here probably around two fifteen, two thirty, around three o'clock. The trade will hit. Whatever yep. the trade is. Yep. Alex Anthopoulos is just like sitting in his sweet office right now, saying, "Are they done yet? Are they done recording yet?" Oh, he's, listening, you know. oh, he, <laughs> he, he, he's for sure. Li- he, big, has, he has the entire battery bugged. I'm big convinced. fan of the show, Alex Anthopoulos. That's right. <laughs> All right, and so uh, tonight we are getting prepared for the second game of the Milwaukee uh, Atlanta series. For the first game of the series, it was the kickoff to Hank Aaron weekend. Um, the Braves show up and have Bryce – or wait, Bryce Elder. No, our new guy. I went back. Grand Torinos we're took gonna, the mound last night. It, it's not a real chatting average unless we do a <laughs> – Another take. Hold, please. (laughs) They are literally replaying the game here in ASW. We could have looked at the screen. This is why I'm retiring as a podcaster. (laughs) Hanging it up. He's gone senile. (laughs) All right, so... For the first game of the Braves uh, Brewers series here for Hank Aaron weekend in Atlanta, we had the Atlanta debut of Yanni Chirinos as a starting pitcher. Uh, go- God damn it, I lost it. <laughs> Going up against, who the hell, Adrian Hauser for the Brewers. Um, Yanni Chirinos, unfortunately, was uh, pretty much what we would expect a guy by the name of Yanni Chirinos to pitch like for the Braves. Hey, 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 you do not talk about Grand Chirinos like that. <laughs> He did his best, all right? That's all we can ask for. <laughs> so the, the final line out of Yanni Chirinos is three and two-thirds innings, allowing six hits, four earned runs, walked one, struck out three. Um, is he the Tommy Malone of 2023? <laughs> Tommy Malone gave his body to the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> All right, you put some respect on Tommy Malone's name. I will never forget Tommy Malone getting off the plane from Baltimore after being traded to Atlanta and immediately giving up, like, 
12 runs in Citizens Bank Park to the Phillies. In a game that should have been a laugh or two that point. We were in a up. game that the Braves led by 10. We Okay, we still won. Yes, let's be let's be clear. We still won. We were up like 14 to nothing. And then all of a sudden, Tommy Malone said, let's make this Sunday night game interesting. Do you Oh, that's, and he still gave up eight. And he still only pitched like three <laughs> innings in that game. <laughs> we won by 20. Oh, goodness. We made a lot of post Malone jokes, though. We, we did. did. We did. We, 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 all got our, we all got our post Malone jokes in. Um, so, so that counts for something. That's hey, won the trade. <laughs> Who did we trade for Tommy Malone? Doc, you actually have the most baseball knowledge here. Who did we trade for Tommy Malone? <laughs> that wasn't the Rio Ruiz one. We gave up cash. We've made oh several. No, that was, that was um, Kevin Gosman. Kevin Gosman. That was. Uh, oh, Rio got us Gosman. That's right. Yeah, Gosman was also Tommy yeah. for a year. And then I, I think he's still there, isn't he? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, I am well. I am so bitter about I, a Kevin I, Gosman this I, season. It's it's ridiculous. I can't imagine this rotation with Kevin Gosman, and 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 I say that because I have to in good faith. If if Kevin if Kevin Gosman were on the Braves roster in 2022, I would have been livid. I, I would have been torches and pitchforks in front of the Truist Park gates. Like, get this guy out of here. I'll and say I'll say the one thing I remember about Kevin Gosman is when we had our revenge game against the Marlins in Miami, and he was given the strict orders to go out and hit somebody, he missed. and he didn't even do he that. Missed him. He, he missed him. He missed wide right. He was, he was supposed to be our payback for Jose Urania, and he couldn't even do that. Couldn't even get Couldn't even get his money's worth in that game. Back in the good old days when pitchers hit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, so coming up tonight for the Saturday night game, we have got Julio Tehran against Bryce Elder. Uh, as we may have mentioned on the air already, I don't know, but Julio Tehran is almost certainly going complete game shut piece, uh, 10 to 14 strikeouts. Uh, <laughs> Bryce Elder, we're going to hope that the regression monster just leaves him alone for one more day so we can get a good game this evening. Uh, and then tomorrow for the Sunday game, we are going to see Colin Ray going for the uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, he has got a 4.53 ERA on the season. And even though we sit here on Saturday midday looking at the game, we don't have an announced starter for tomorrow. I have a big announcement, guys. There's a reason why I'm Cam, quitting the podcast. <laughs> Cam is in Atlanta, so he can start the Sunday game for sure, right. guys. So... I feel like I got to say, regarding tonight's game, which we're going to after, uh-huh. after this podcast, I've seen this movie before. Right. I know how this game goes. So, hopefully ASW keeps the alcohol flowing this afternoon because we're going to need it. Carlos Santana is... is He's is going go- to hurt us. Yickety. Yeah. <laughs> and Kyle, Kyle Freelick is going to go like six for six and pull a Kevin Seitzer on us. He is. Well, um, before we're done for the day... 
Uh, we announced to the crowd beforehand that we were going to do a Q&A session, and I know uh, my father, Mr. David Butler, was particularly excited about that. So we are going to open it up to some questions for anything you might want to hear us ramble on about. Why was the podcast delayed, Alex? <laughs> Why was... <laughs> Why was the podcast delayed, Jeff asks? Specifically to Alex. Specifically to me. Um, uh, technical difficulties. There it is. Jeffrey. Technical difficulties. All right, who's next? Who's got a question? Uh-oh. My dad uh, is, wants to talk about really old baseball, which I don't know a lot about. He wants the Milwaukee Braves. This has turned from a Q&A session into a quiz show. <laughs> All right, so you would... You, War, yeah, we War, got Warren Spawn on the mound, Hank Aaron in right field, uh, Eddie Matthews at third base, and that's about all I got. That's all we got. That's all we got. We're, we're good for... I'm pretty sure their second baseman was uh, Roberto Wildebeest. Spawn in Spain. Great for uh, rain. Uh, second baseman, Roberto Wildebeest? <laughs> Roberta Wildebeest. Roberta Wildebeest. Uh, <laughs> Buck Snort McGee was uh. in left field. Um, uh, Buck Snort McGee was actually their, their lefty out of the pen. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> he, he was our loogie at the time when you still had those on a roster. Right, right. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Jerry Blevins. Oh, General Jerry Blevins. <laughs> Wherever you may be. He does a Mets podcast. Jerry Blevins does it. tweeting. He was very entertaining on Twitter for a while. He is very entertaining. He does a podcast for John Boy with Jolly Oliver. How about that? I don't know who Jolly is. How about that? All right, next question. Who we got? We, I think I think we we are the only podcasters who are not signed up with John Boy at this point. So thank you. Right, Doc. Yeah, Doc, we don't Doc is a former prod, podcaster. But you, you also did never do it. So like, All right. Doc is a full-time Happy Got Lucky lead guitarist. <laughs> Doc's coming around to the microphone, so Platinum Sombrero fans, prepare your ears. Hello, everyone. I just want to make sure that every, everyone can, can weigh in on this. Uh, this is a would-you-rather question. We'll start this off with Cam. Would you rather for, have all of your fingers be thumbs or kind of feel like you were on fire for the rest of your life? <laughs> well, Doc... <laughs> Thank you, Doc. Thanks for coming, man. See you, buddy. Love you guys. Love you too, man. Thumbs. Exactly, yeah. I am hashtag team thumb. Okay. So, so would, I, would I rather be all thumbs or feel like I'm constantly on fire for the rest of my life? I'm going to say all Like a little bit. Just, 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 just kind, kind of? You're not like burning. Like okay. Okay. Are all thumbs opposable? Are all, yeah, okay. Are all, are all thumbs opposable? Okay, uh, then yes. Okay. So I'm going to go. Okay. I'm, I'm a superhero at that point. I'm going thumbs because there's no way I could be less coordinated than I already am right now. My hand coordin- hand-eye coordination is awful. So it'd be like every other day. Yeah, we're already going to be on fire tonight at the ball game. So, you know. It's going to be hot. I'm going to Yeah. 
All right, Riggs. It's it's not even two o'clock, and we're already bourbons deep. Yeah, really. Yeah, we needed that. We needed him to tell us who's today's sponsored by. Oh yes, who who's today's show sponsored by? This week's episode of the Chatting Average Podcast is brought to you by Armored Pajamas. <laughs> Doc Herbert, fantastic. All right. Any uh, any other any other questions from the peanut gallery? Okay, all right, all right. Will's got a so, question. Do um, y'all still believe in Mac Brown, or have y'all gotten to where you think he's much yet? Do we still believe in Mac Brown? I'll say this. Or do we feel like he's gotten to the point where he's Buck Showalter? Well, Matt, that's, 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 that's a fair and, ex, and extremely well, mean-spirited question. Well, <laughs> the difference between Mac Brown and Buck Showalter is Mac Brown has actually won something. That's that's a yeah, so, too. yeah, yeah. So, Ugh, gross. Mac Brown continues to recruit really well for Carolina. It seems to be a coaching issue that we can't convert that supposed high school talent into actual on-field talent for college. Yeah. You know. we, is Gene Chizik still our defensive coordinator? Gene Chizik is still our defensive coordinator, Daddy. Why, why oh, would you do that? Because Gene Chizik is our next head coach. You heard, ah! it, you heard it here first. <laughs> Can you find the Cam Newton? <laughs> well, I, well, we'll see how this season goes. Our schedule is like really front-loaded with a lot of dangerous kind of teams. So, we'll see. Uh, car- first time in four years, I have hope. Yeah, Carolina is either going to go four and eight or nine and three this year, and there's no in between. Oh yeah, that's, that's exactly. <laughs> Georgia Tech is going to do what they perennially do and spoil like three team seasons. Yeah, but they have nothing I'm of their just, own. I'm so glad that like the three team season we're spoiling is starting to be ranked again. Yes. Fun. Yeah, like, that is fun. The last time we spoiled someone like good before was 2016. I will never forget Halloween of 2004. Uh, North Carolina beating number three Miami on a last-second field goal. Con- Connor Barth. Connor Barth. Chapel Hill the hero. Barth legacy leaving That's North Carolina. That's right. Is this a chatting yardage <laughs> Yeah, uh, chatting yardage is not happening this year. Yeah, is, <laughs> is, Ch- is chatting yardage dead, too? Yeah, chatting yardage is also dead. All right, Jeff has a question. Is Alex really putting the podcast to become an Augusta Green Jackets broadcaster? <laughs> mm. Is Alex quitting the podcast to become an Augusta Green Jackets broadcaster? I, uh, I am not quitting the podcast to go become a, an Augusta Green Jackets broadcaster, though uh, quite recently, in fact, I've gotten an invite to go back and do another game. So I may step in as a Green Jackets broadcaster on a tep- <laughs> there we go. On a temporary basis. There we go. There uh, we go. I don't. I don't know what the ratings were for that game, but I got invited back, and that's good enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of the Chatting Average Podcast. For Mr. Cam Matthews, my name's Alex. You've got us till the end of this season. Enjoy it while it lasts. We'll see y'all next week for another brand new episode, though. For Cam Matthews, I'm Alex. This is the Chatting Average Podcast. Bye! Bye. (laughs) (laughs) This 
has been the Chatting Average Podcast. Be sure to check out our merchandise store at teespring.com slash stores slash Chatting Average Podcast. And please consider becoming a patron of our show at patreon.com slash Chatting Average. We'll see you next week for another brand new episode. <laughs>